The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The Jeff Fisher Show. Saturday mornings, 9 to noon Eastern. On the Blaze Radio Network. One big platform that we talked uh, quite a bit about last week is, of course, YouTube. And we know that uh, YouTube has, uh, well, we'll call it the adpocalypse uh, going on. And there's uh, several uh, channels that are uh, a little little wound up, a little wound up at YouTube. Uh, One of them is uh, a zombie go boom. Uh, which, of course, you know, as a as a as a connoisseur of uh, zombies, walkers, the dead, um, and of course, uh, you know the uh, the podcast, uh, Talking Walking Dead, that we do here uh, when the show is up and running. Uh, I, I'm a fan of Zombie Go Boom, and I was sad to hear that uh, they were uh, getting a little bit of the YouTube shaft, and so I kind of thought, well, you know, we should we should talk to the guys, and I, I have a feeling that. Okay, they're not going to be able to talk about the lawsuit. Uh, James Sweet and uh, Chuck Murray, uh, the two founding members uh, of uh, Zombie Go Boom, and they you know, talk about uh, uh, different items that can be used to uh, protect you uh, during the, uh, uh, you know, if you ever had to. If you ever had to go up against uh, walkers uh, and zombies uh, in your life. Uh, I've always often said that, uh, I, you know, I'm probably, I'm gone, I'm dead. Uh, my wife would probably save me for the first five or ten minutes and then go, you know what? No. Uh, you know what? I love, I love you, but no. I'm done saving you. I'm going to be more concerned about me. Uh, but uh, I'm sure that you know they're going to say, hey, the case is over, and we're able to talk to you about it, Jeff, because we've settled with YouTube, and uh, everything is good, and the world is uh, is shiny, and it's a beautiful thing, and we're creating more and more Zombie Go Boom videos, and we've got more sponsors and better public viewing than ever before. James Sweet and Chuck Murray, is that the truth? No, it is not, Jeff. I'll see that, Bob. Now they're mad at me. Now they're mad at me. They're pissed at me because they didn't want to talk about the lawsuit. But I, I, I know that it's okay. It's all right. I didn't want to talk about the lawsuit with them either. I want to talk about their damn YouTube channel. So James Sweet and Chuck Murray. All right. So you got mad at me already. You hung up the phone at me already. I I, I didn't even question you yet. What? Oh, no. You're mad at me already, James Sweet and Chuck Murray. I haven't even questioned you about the lawsuit yet. No, no, no. Sorry. No, we, uh, my, I'm mad at my phone. I've been, uh, <laughs> I was trying, I was trying to get on, 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 on the show and, and it dropped the call twice. So, uh, oh. different phones. So. Those damn phones. Totally, totally unrelated and, and very, very happy to be here. <laughs> so is this, is this Chuck or James? Uh, this is Chuck and James. Hey, how you doing? Okay. Hey, James. So I've got both of you. Oh man. My heart just skipped a little beat. Have both of you here. Um, so I know that, look, I don't know how much you heard, but I know you can't talk about the lawsuit or, you know, you're up against it. But I'm hoping that you can tell me that as of right now, the lawsuit has been settled. It's over. The sun is shining. The world is all right. We've made, you've got your money back and, and it's a beautiful place. Yes or no? Oh, I, I wish. I wish that were the case. Oh, um, it's, it's just uh, very, very slow going. We can probably say a little bit about about the lawsuit. Um, uh, I think uh, mostly we were just advised to not get too emotional about the whole thing, regardless right. of the fact that you know it wrecked our livelihoods. That's it, the though. Of our families. Um, but uh, but yeah, no. Uh, 
it's just it's just slow going. Um, uh, YouTube is supposed to respond any day now to our deposition, and uh, that's basically all we know. So. There are other uh, channels that are uh, up against, uh, you know, having some of the same issues. And I don't know if they're the exact same issues or if they're just a part of a YouTube issue all around that are having problems with, you know, the pay scale. And are they joining you in this fight or are you all alone? Uh, Yeah, there are uh, quite a few channels that have contacted us or our attorneys and, and had very, very similar stories about uh, their views being bottlenecked, their views not going out. Um, the, and, but more importantly, the revenue that they used to make going down between 80 and 95% overnight. That's and amazing. a lot of these channels are, you know, uh, uh, weapons channels, Second Amendment channels, or, or channels with very, very strong opinions. And... Uh, but the, 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 the weird thing about it is that it's not like a person, uh, at least as far as we know, it's not a person looking at the content on YouTube and figuring out whether or not something is, quote, advertiser-friendly. It's, uh, it's basically an algorithm that uh, looks for things in the titles, descriptions, and metadata, and that there are, uh, there are certain words that the algorithm doesn't like, and if there are a lot of words like that, uh, then... You, uh, you're you're either going to get uh, demonetized, which YouTube would, for the most part, will warn you, saying that you know this video is now demonetized, uh, or uh, soft demonetization, which we uh, we had evidence of, but YouTube never came out and said anything until about three days ago, when they actually said, yes, by the way, uh, some of your videos may be softly demonetized, which basically means that most of the views are not. Are not uh, uh, they're not placing pre-rolls in front of those views. So to put it into perspective, last month, not not a great month for us. We got four million views. Uh, normally we average well before the apocalypse, we average between six and ten million views. So four million views, but only ninety-five thousand okay. were monetized, and wow. uh, which is which is basically, uh, I mean, nothing. Um, you know, we have a company with five people, which means five families rely on what we do. And, um, and, and, and we've had to just find different kinds of work. I, I was actually up all night uh, making props for Mythbusters because we do, we do special effects here. Um, so we've just been taking as much work as we can. Luckily, Mythbusters came came up to us and, and asked us to make some stuff for them. But well, I mean, um, that's great. I mean, that's good. That's good news. Yeah, yeah, you know, so we're just we're just we're just trying our best, but like the last video it's like it, it's it's just it's just really difficult because you 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 spent we spent 6 years building up our company with 175 bucks to begin with from nothing. And then finally when we get to that milestone which is over 1 million subscribers, uh they push a button and then our company is basically worth nothing. Um, the last five videos that we put out, um, uh, they got like, uh, and I'm not, I'm not joking around, a hundred thousand views, uh, some of them, and eighty cents of revenue, eighty cents, eighty cents to five dollars is, is basically what we get for a hundred thousand views now. So. Their argument, at least, and I know, I know you can't. You know, we're not. We're getting deeper into the the suit than than you probably need to. But I really am 
um, um, boggled by it's really almost with the um, with the algorithm. It's almost worse than having you know Bill sit there and say yes or no to a video uh, because it just grand sweeps everything and throws everything down. YouTube, though, however, says is claiming they're out is obviously well. You should have paid attention, but if you should have paid attention to their changes. How do you change what you do to match their algorithm? There is no way to do that, right? Well, that's correct. Um, they keep it kind of secret because they've had issues in the past with people trying to, like, rig it. Like, so, you know, put in certain words or, right. or you know, you've seen, like, a thumbnail of some, uh, you know, a woman in a bikini and you click on it or whatever. And there's uh, I just want to go on record as saying that I've only done that a few thousand times. Okay, so not all the time do I just click on a woman in a bikini that's a thumbnail. I'm sorry, okay, not every time. Well, and that, and that might be a reason your wife would, you know, kill you <laughs> after a while. But um, anyway, you know, but hey, but like, you know, that kind of stuff because like, um, so people would game the system basically is what they call it. So they're constantly kind of changing it. And also they change it based on what they think will help build them. So... For example, you might they might want more views, so it'll be a certain way for a while, and then they might change and go, well, we want people to watch more videos longer, and it's called, like, watch time, the right. amount of minutes you right. spend. Okay. So then they'll change it back to, to sort of say, well, if you get more of that, we'll reward you. But gotcha. the thing that's always been frustrating, even from the beginning, especially in this case, they don't tell you. You, it just happens, and there's no way to, even if you are on the up and up, there's no way to even, uh, like, not even a hint, like, hey, we're going to start counting more watch time now. Like, they don't even tell you the generic thing like that. It just occurs. Right. Um, yeah, and one other thing, um, and maybe this will put in a little perspective, too, is um, with, with, with robots doing it, Obviously, they can't tell the content of something when watching it, right? Right. So one of the things that's going on, especially right now, that happened and with a lot of the, the news kind of shows and are getting really hammered, too, is let's say you were doing a show where you're talking about the Taliban or how we were going to defeat them or some kind of thing they did wrong, you know, something like that. If it just sees the fact you're talking about the Taliban, it'll stop that video whether it's in a, a a talk frame, a news frame, or any other frame, because they're just worried that an ad will get put on a video talk in any way, shape, or form talking about, say, terrorism or something. Right. So it's like a blanketed thing a computer sees. And so you have no idea what words will trigger that off or anything. And so that's what everybody is, is struggling with. Like, we make an entertainment show more. But the, but the news kind of uh, uh, shows are really struggling with it because they can't even really talk about issues and things anymore, you know, because the minute they do, they get hammered. So right. that's kind of, in a nutshell, how it works and what's going on. And specifically for when this happened on the 27th of March, like literally we just woke up and it was boom, down. And we were like, what is going on? We tried to talk to everybody. No, they wouldn't tell you anything. And it took like maybe a week or two, if I can remember correctly, where they finally put out something that said, oh, by the way, we're doing this now. 
And you're like, uh, okay, well, what do we do? And we never got any answers. And then that's kind of what led to the lawsuit because we would have been more than happy to work with them if they would have just told us what they wanted to do. You know, it's like in any other industry or television or movie thing, you submit a film and it gets rated, right? Correct. And there's certain standards to that or whatever. Well, it's, let's say you make a movie, it comes back rated R, and you go, well, we really want a PG-13. We'll take they'll out a couple of scenes, yeah. Yeah, they'll tell you what to do. And so we were kind of like, if you think our stuff's rated R or whatever, how do we get it to PG-13, basically, right? Right. And they were like, we can't tell you. And that was, the end of, that was the end of it. And it was like, well, now we're just flying blind and we don't even, you know, we don't know what to do. So right. it's, it's, And it's weird specifically because we, you know, people are just, uh, it, a lot of it is basically conjecture because it's so secretive. But you hear from other YouTubers when you, when you, when you reach certain milestones on YouTube, you get to work with other YouTubers that have reached that same milestone. And all of these YouTubers right. are constantly trying to figure out sure. what YouTube wants, what the algorithm is. And, and still trying to be entertaining and reach an audience. Exactly. And then that's the, that's the issue. It's hard because if, if, if you can't watch time, then maybe you make your show slower and the audience doesn't like it as much. But even with just the words, the keywords that the algorithm is looking for, we've heard that even the word kiss can get a video demonetized. And now the big issue is that we have changed. We've changed our show a lot, and we've alienated our fan base a lot by trying to make content that is not just fam uh, advertiser-friendly, but family-friendly, which it seems that that's what YouTube wants. And it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter what we put up on our channel. Everything makes hardly any money uh, at the most, maybe 10% of what we used to make. And, um, and and it really doesn't matter how family-friendly we make it. It seems to us, based on the analytics that we have, that our entire channel has basically been put in this sort of right. blacklist. Let me so ask you a question, just to, just as yeah. a side okay. note. Um, the, sure. channel, the channel Zombie Go Boom, mm -hmm. how much family-friendly can you make that? Well, that's a good point. I, I don't, but, but, but see, that's the, the crazy thing is like I wish they would say, no, it has to be family-friendly. What they're saying is that it has to be advertiser-friendly. Right. No, we, we used to work in television. We have a marketing background. We created Zombie Go Boom to be advertiser-friendly, to be entertaining. In fact, we get sponsors outside of YouTube all of the time. It's a little bit harder now that uh, that our views have you know gone down and everything yeah well i mean it's a, it's a domino effect there's no there's no question about that i i completely understand right. that but but we but we are we are advertiser friendly are we a show for kids no our main demographic is 18 to 35 year old males and but but that's 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 too crazy i guess i don't know <laughs> all right so james sweet and uh, chuck i want to say your last name right murray Two gentlemen that are up against the big dogs, okay? The big dogs of YouTube, uh, James Sweet and uh, Chuck Murray, who inside of the big dog of YouTube became big dogs themselves and created uh, Zombie Go Boom. And I'm a fan, and uh, I've enjoyed a lot of your work, and I'm disappointed that uh, some of the uh, algorithms that we'll call the inside computer uh, network of YouTube has decided that uh, you guys uh, are not uh, ad-friendly, which is insane. But I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about uh, what got you started 
uh, doing this? And what gave you the idea of, hey, we can do something on YouTube and create a fan base and make a little money at the same time? Yeah, uh, no, absolutely. Uh, James and I have a television background, and uh, we've been uh, doing television and film for uh, quite a long time. And then uh, we were lucky enough to work together at an NBC affiliate here in Fayetteville, Arkansas. And uh, we were always talking about just creative projects and how we wanted to get away from basically making local commercials and promos because we didn't feel like, you know, it was it was it was fun anymore. So uh, I was I was into martial arts and I was uh, I was writing a zombie movie at the time. Uh, the Walking Dead wasn't yet a show; it was a comic book, and I was a right. big fan of comic. And uh, I started making this YouTube channel that was completely unrelated to Zombie Go Boom. But while I was doing that, James came. He used to be my boss. He went into my office and he said, "What are you trying to do?" And I said, "I don't know. I just you're not my boss to- anymore. Get off me." Yeah, I was like, I'm just starting, you know, just trying to to figure out new media. I just gave him some BS because I thought I was getting in trouble. (laughs) And then he left, he went to his office and he came back 30 minutes later and he said, hey, why don't you try something on YouTube with a built-in audience that you already know and it's huge and it's growing. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he said, zombies, why don't you and I make a show about zombies? And then we started developing it, and we re- we realized that for consistency, it could be like a reality kind of series, like MythBusters. So then we were just basically like, okay, MythBusters meet zombies. This is awesome. So we just developed it from there and uh, reached out to zombie fan pages on Facebook, and, and they started talking about it once we came up with a yeah. promo. And then it's just been a slow burn ever ever, ever since. You know, six years later, but we we finally reached one million subscribers which was a great day for us and then you know not too much later this has happened <laughs> that's, i mean right that's uh that's fantastic really you guys look before we get into how people can help because you've had your income cut and you're trying to keep people's jobs and livelihoods uh, so they can feed their families uh and we get into that and uh, some of uh, some of your favorite uh favorite tools for uh, saving your life uh, during the zombie apocalypse. But uh, during this uh, ad apocalypse, I mean, are you guys asking, I mean, do you want to bring YouTube down to the ground or you just want, you, you, the object is, is so that everybody makes money and everybody's happy, right? Of course. And um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we would like to make it a better platform that can work yeah. really well with creators. And I think honestly, you know, not to get too political, but right now, it really is an assault on um, alternative no. viewpoints in media, in news, in actually weapons and gun channels are really affected by this a lot. Huh. Like that's mostly our fans. Huh. So there really, yeah, there really is a huge thing against this, and um, you know it's bordering on you know free speech and um, the right to bear arms and all that stuff. And you know it, it, it's. It's really, you know, YouTube is a great platform for people with independent voices. In fact, that's what they pitch to you when you first started. Right. I mean, that's the whole point. Times has never been better. Let's, I mean, anybody can do anything. Let your voice be heard. Yeah. And, and you know, they, they told us that the audience decides who makes it and who doesn't, not the gatekeepers. Well. That's turning into not be the case. They, yeah. And, and, and ironically, we feel and what we've been told is they're basically the gatekeepers. Yes. 
wasn't before. Mm-hmm. And um, we understand they have to make money, too. We're not dumb, and we don't, you know, think that's the case. But there's better ways to go about it, I think. And um, it, it really does, you know, this isn't necessarily our words. This is other people's words that we've talked to. But, you know, they board, they just think it's borderline coming on the censorship and different issues like that. And um, if you have a different viewpoint, um, especially with the news channels are talking about on there, and there's some that are very, very vocal about it, huh. if you have a different opinion than the corporate media, huh. they don't want you to be heard. and. Really? That's and there's videos all over about all that. That's pretty amazing. Who owns who owns YouTube again? Who owns YouTube again? Google. Oh, that's right. That's right. And they haven't been in the news lately. Oh wait, yes they have. Where have they been in the news for? Oh, I know, censoring some of their employees. Anyway, let's talk about your let's talk about your channel for a little. Bit. Anyway, that that's uh, what we think. Right? Yes, I understand, and I good. I I want it to work out. Believe me, for you and many others. Uh, I want it to work out, and let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, you you were creating uh, you were creating some content that was creating some income, which led led you to have employees, and so you have people that uh, you know. You're not only are you feeding your own families, but you're feeding other people's families as well by creating this content. And now the gatekeeper has pulled the plug a little bit on that, so you're struggling to keep other families' uh, food on the table. Uh, if someone, uh, what are you doing to uh, combat that a little bit? Uh, we've basically had to switch uh, business models completely from an ad-based business model to a, maybe a sales business model. We started a merchandising shop at zombiegoboom.com. We have, uh, we've designed tools of the trade to combat the zombie apocalypse. We even designed a sword called the Executioner Sword, which we feel is the best sword <laughs> in the world, especially for killing the undead. And uh, outside of that, we have a Patreon. Uh, it's patreon.com slash TV, and even just a dollar will help us supplement our lost income so that the people that count on Zombie Go Boom to pay the bills can still count on Zombie Go Boom to pay the bills. There's nothing worse than having to go up to my employees and say, hey, I don't know when I'm going to be able to pay you this month. I mean, it's just, uh, I'm trying not to lose it on the radio but it, it's it's so hurtful you know yeah, I, I can well imagine all right so your favorite uh, your favorite weapon is uh, your sword oh absolutely the executioner's sword you don't even know you don't even have to train in in, in how to handle or wield a, a, a sword it, it just it's it's shaped in a way where anybody would be able to kill a 10 year old could kill a zombie <laughs> all right so what i can I, and i can purchase that I mean, eighteen-year-olds. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, thank you. Hey, thank you. I was going to correct you on that because there was no way that a thirteen-year-old would ever see anything like that. Um, so, what, 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 what is the executioner? That thing I go to your zombie go boom uh, store. What's that thing going to run me? Uh, hundred and twenty-five bucks. And yeah, see that the thirteen-year-old. If you got one hundred and twenty-five bucks, your thirteen-year-old's doing something he shouldn't. Okay, that's right. Just, well, just or, or his parents get it for him, and, and you know, <laughs> with adult supervision, it shouldn't be that bad. Well, we also designed this sword to basically help you, whether uh, oh, maybe, like maybe when camping, you know, you can actually right. put down with this. It, it works not just like a sword, but like a machete. I mean, you can't take a katana and cut wood with it, uh, contrary to The Walking Dead. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but this sword is definitely designed Wait. for out and all of that stuff. are you saying that something in the walking dead is not true to life yeah. is that what you're saying 
Because I don't know a lot that. Of what we do is uh, some of our a lot of our more popular episodes is disproving some of the stuff that you see on The Walking Dead. All right, now, now you're pissing me off. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. So, what are some of the other objects I could get at the store? I don't want to go to the store and actually look around while I'm talking to you because I have my producer bringing up actually the executioner sword and it looks really cool and I may actually have to you know buy it for camping purposes. But um, right. the uh, well, what, is, what are some of your other favorite objects? It's still pretty early with our, our store. We're still trying to work out the kinks and then uh, set up partnerships with, uh, you know, distributors yeah. and, and, and other manufacturers and things like that. So uh, the goal is to have a full line of Zombie Go Boom products. But really what's up there right now is literally uh, prop liquidation. And because uh, we got to do what we got to do. <laughs> right. And, yeah, uh, no kidding. Some, some items that, that we were fortunate enough to be able to buy wholesale. That's okay. And, so. I wish you the best. If you guys uh, need anything, please let us know. And also, um, uh, when this case gets resolved uh, one way or the other, uh, I'd love to talk to you and see, uh, you know, get your feelings on uh, how the resolution uh, has affected you and will affect you. That'd be great. Anytime. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. James Sweet and uh, Chuck Murray from a Zombie Go Boom. Uh, you know, go get the executioner sword. I mean, what are you going to do? You look, you didn't win the Mega Millions. Unless you went to Nick's Barbecue in Illinois and won it. And if that's you, aren't you my uncle now? And if it's not you, it was 125 bucks, Right? Uh, you know, what are you going to do? Look, a couple of weekends at the movies is going to cost you that. Take it off. Stay home and watch the cable you're paying for. And buy the executioner. Help James and Chuck pay the bills.